Welcome to VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards, a daily podcast bringing you an inside look at the Vegas Golden Knights 2023 Stanley Cup playoff run. I'm Justin Russo with the Golden Knights on Thursday, June 8th, and today the VGK are back in action for Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final against the Florida Panthers, with puck drop set for 5 p.m. Pacific time. Though Vegas has a 2-0 series lead, as we often hear, series don't truly start until someone loses a home game. Vegas defended the Fortress in Games 1 and 2, and now it's up to Florida to defend home ice for themselves the next two games to get back into this series. As we prepare for Game 3 today, I'll now throw it over to Dave Gosher and Shane Knighty as they look at how Vegas needs to approach their first road test of the series. All right, Justin, as we get ready for Game 3 of the Cup Final, and we can chat about that, Shane, but, you know, you went through this with the Bruins 12 years ago. First off, hard to believe it's been 12 years. But secondly, uh, in terms of off day in the Stanley Cup Final, what's what are some of the priorities for a team in this situation? Well, it's rare, right, because of the distance traveled. When you're playing in your conference, you usually have just mm-hmm. those one days between games. This is a longer trip. They had a travel day. Uh and then they have a day to relax. And I think it's always good. You're going to practice. You're going to put the work in. But, you know, as guys, we always hear them say, enjoy this moment. This is what it's all about, being around the guys. Well, that, that's even more true when you're on the road. At home, you've you're got family and everything else. When it's here, it's just the team. And you don't get to this point unless you have a close team. So, you know, for the guys, it's an opportunity for them to have a little bit of fun. You've got to, you've got to enjoy these moments. You can't be... So uptight and serious, you got to step away from the game. It's very important to do that. And then when it's time to put the hard hat on and go to work, you put, you're in that mindset. So, you know, a lot of guys go for dinner. I'm sure there's a lot of card games. Uh, in Boston, I remember we used to have a common room. We had a huge suite where, you know, it was kind of the gathering place. Guys would come and go. Some guys would go for dinner. But we always kind of gathered there and had some laughs and, uh, you know, had a chance to relax a bit with not having that game exactly the next day. Um, so um, these guys, it's, it's a real good chance for them. I think that it's, they'll enjoy this. Uh, and, you know, tonight, or excuse me, tonight, as they get ready for this game last night, they have the dinner, they'll talk, they'll get ready. And uh, just a different mindset today, but nice for them to enjoy those days. Seems it's funny, Shane. They've, you know, we're, we're around these guys a lot and Bruce Cassidy a lot. It seems like they're very... Uh, very workmanlike, right? Like they don't seem to get too. We all know where they are, right? They're up yeah. two nothing. It's as close as they've ever been to winning a Stanley Cup in this in the history of this franchise. But they seem to just kind of be very matter of fact, business like, and they don't really get too far ahead of themselves. And, and they don't seem to get rattled. That's been the thing I yeah. think with this team. And, and you know, when I played, it was a high intense. Like get they they've kept very good, and that's a credit to. To, to that room and to the veteran group of, of a calmness that goes throughout there that they understand you're not going to win every game and you're not going to play your best every game, but they also have that swagger, that confidence to know they can get to their game when it's time to be there. And uh, I think that's right now that business mentality they have uh, of getting set, getting ready to go. And that's that's the balance of uh, you can't you can't be uptight. You can't be out there squeezing your sticks uh you know, too nervous, too serious, um, they find a real good balance as a group. If you're Florida, you're not in a great spot, but they were down three games to one against Boston in the first round. What has to change for them if they're going to kind of get back into the series? Well, I remember being them. Boston, mm-hmm. we were down 
0-2 heading home. And that's why, to me, this is the biggest game. First of all, the Golden Knights need to be focused. This is huge. It'll be the biggest game till the next one. But that said, for Florida, there's, there's not panic yet because you're coming to your home building. Mm-hmm. You're like, we win one, we're right back in. It's a 2-1 series with another game coming on home ice. So I think for Florida, they're, they're going to have that confidence. Uh, they're going to try and, and bounce back. They've got to be disciplined. They just... Too, too many undisciplined penalties. Uh, I think they're trying too hard to be physical against the Golden Knights. So, uh, And a credit to the Golden Knights, I think they frustrated the Panthers to, to a point. So I'm sure there'll be adjustments. Paul Maurice and his staff, the, the coach of the Florida, will try and make things uh, a little bit different, make it hard. I'd expect them to come out really, really ready to go to start the game. On the flip side of things, Golden Knights don't need to change much. Mm. I'm going to say it again. I believe they're the better team. I don't believe. I know if they play. That's why you play the games. Golden Knights, I look at them, the way they're constructed, they're deep, they're big, they're physical, they can score off their... They can do so many things, but they have to be engaged and ready to go and probably expect the toughest game of the series. You know, you talk about the uh, Florida's lack of discipline at times. For the Golden Knights, their power play, we've talked about it so much over six years, but in the final here... It's picked it up, right? Were they four, four for eleven? And you know, uh, March just sold the big power play goal the other yeah. night. Like among others, it's if the Panthers are going to play that way. You know, sometimes if you don't think the other team's going to be able to capitalize, what's you might as well keep playing that way. But the Golden Knights have made them pay. That's the the best way to to make a team pay, right? If yeah. the Panthers, I believe, have been the most undisciplined here throughout playoffs. Uh, since playoffs started, um, yeah, but it, it it's not a threat if you can't capitalize on those special teams, on the power play. And, and it's good to see the Golden Knights. And with that, usually when you start getting them, that's when the confidence, now all of a sudden they're coming over. Instead of just going over the boards to go on the power play to hope to score, now they're going over thinking they can score. And that's that's a huge difference when you got your offensive, your skilled guys on the ice to have that confidence. And I think you know that helps out in five-on-five five play as well. Take me back down Amnesia Lane here. <clears throat> so you mentioned 2011, uh, your Bruins lose the first two games in Vancouver, two real close games, yeah. one an overtime game and another one decided in the final seconds. But going back home for game three, much like the Panthers are doing now after losing the yeah. first two on the road, what was, do you remember the thought process and the feeling among the group heading back home? 100% confidence. Yeah. Because we, and, and you've heard me talk about, you, you look back at adversity you've gone through in the season or earlier in the playoffs. Well, round one, we were down 0-2 to Montreal, losing both games in Boston. It was overrated. Yeah, and then we went, so then we had to go down. That was more pressure, but having been through that, and now this time being down two games and going home, there was a belief throughout that room. I'll say it again. We were the better team in Boston than Vancouver, and I, yeah. we felt that if we could play our game, and we knew we could get back to it, um, and, and we were able to. But that... We, we, carried, we carried a lot of swag and a lot of confidence in that room and a lot of belief in one another, and uh, I see a lot of those similarities here with the Golden Knights. Well, the Golden Knights getting ready here for the third game. Uh, truth be told, we were going to record. We're sitting in your luxurious suite here. This yeah. is one heck of a room, ocean view. Yeah. We were going to do this either on the beach or by the pool. The reason we're not doing either <laughs> is thunderstorms, like typical South Florida, June yeah. humid thunderstorms. It's been pouring rain for the last half hour. 
Yeah, out of nowhere, yeah. just uh, kind of came up, and, and it, it's loud, man. Scary. It's, it's Scary. loud. It's all right. It's good. We, we'll have more time <laughs> to get to the beach. No problems. Be there tomorrow doing my run. Swim, well, we got a game. Swim got to Cuba. Oh, yeah, after right. the game. After the game. Sorry, yeah, that's then, a good yeah. point. And yeah. then we have uh, Friday. We we'll go to the beach. There we Friday. go. Friday. That'd be good. Yeah, we got it all figured out. All right. Uh, thanks for letting me in your suite here. This has been this has been just wonderful. Time's up. All right. Yeah, time to go. Justin, thanks for your time this time. Until next time. Some great insight there from Dave and Shane as we head into Game 3. And a big thank you to those guys for hopping on today's episode of VGK Today. Shane especially, hammering home the importance of tonight's game as a potential momentum shifter for Florida, drawing on his experience on how big Game 3 was for him and the Boston Bruins in that 2011 final when they came back to win the Stanley Cup. Now, the VGK aren't taking Florida lightly despite their success in the first two games. And the veteran leadership of this team is doing a great job at keeping everyone focused on the task at hand and taking things one game at a time. That leadership and really the overall tightness of the group has been brought up several times throughout this postseason. But yesterday we heard it reiterated from Bruce Cassidy, Alec Martinez, and Shea Theodore. Yeah, the X's and O's for us won't matter where we play, to be honest. The matchups maybe a little bit, but even then. Um, but our guys, I was, I was just asked that question, so... One thing I've learned, like in Vegas, everyone lives in uh, Summerlin, which is about 25 minutes. So the bonding is happening a little bit because of everyone's in the same community. So you're, you know, the guys are sharing rides or the wives are together. You know what I mean? It's not like a big city where everyone's going a different direction as soon as practice is over. So there's a little bit of that built into to our situation that, you know, there's a little bit unique maybe to some other markets. So I think that's helped. That's just my impression being here almost a year now. And I think the guys just genuinely like each other. So that that's character and that's a, a good job by management to put people in their room that fit. And uh, you don't always get that. Um, we have it. And most of the good teams find a way to, to have that. And we're certainly one of them. Yeah, I mean, I think it's huge. It's, um, you know, I've said it before, it's a testament to the, to the organization and putting together not only a, a talented hockey team, but a group of guys that like each other. Um, you know, I think it, I've been fortunate to be a part of a, a couple of successful teams, and I think you know any any team that has ex success, you know they certainly get get along off the ice, and um, you know this here is a special group that guys genuinely love each other, and um, you know I think it, we, we have a good balance where you know we we certainly have fun, we're hooting and hollering, and um, you know if you watch practice today, you could probably hear it. You know, speaking of. Marchy, he was mic'd up today, but it doesn't take a mic in order for him to be heard. Um, but uh, I think that we also have a good balance of knowing, you know, when when to kind of buckle down and take things seriously. But yeah, I think you know, especially when you face adversity throughout a, you know, a game, a series, or playoffs, um, you know, that's when that uh, camaraderie and that that love for one another really shines through. And you know, it's I don't think you can win without that. I just think we're we're a tight group. Um, you know, we've had a ton of road trips this year, a lot of hard ones, and, um, you know, I think we really rallied around the challenge, and, uh, you know, I think same, same, uh, same this goes around. Well, you need a complete group both on and off the ice to win a Stanley Cup, and the VGK have that right now, and that's a huge reason why they are where they are, just two wins away from securing the franchise's first-ever Stanley Cup championship. The VGK will, of course, look to get that first win of the two they need in Game 3, which again will take place today from South Florida at 5 p.m. Pacific time. But 
you can enjoy the game at one of two watch parties happening this afternoon right here in Las Vegas. The first comes at Circus Stadium Swim. This watch party will be 21 and older, and it's going to begin at 2 p.m., so plenty of time to enjoy yourself before puck drop. Admission is free for fans wearing VGK gear, and you'll enjoy some giveaways, including a pair of tickets to the team's next home game and a cabana at Stadium Swim. So option one, looking real nice. Poolside at Stadium Swim to catch Game 3 between the Golden Knights and the Panthers. The second watch party is a more family-friendly offering, and it's taking place at The Lawn in downtown Summerlin. This watch party is open to fans of all ages, and it will be free to attend. You can look forward to food trucks, a drink station, and a retail truck with some VGK gear for sale. You're encouraged to bring some blankets or towels and relax on the lawn for Game 3, with the watch party beginning at 4 and puck drop between the Golden Knights and the Panthers at 5. So even though the team is on the road for the next couple of games, head on down to either Stadium Swim or the Lawn at Downtown Summerlin this afternoon for a great time with your fellow VGK fans for Game 3. That'll wrap things up for today's episode, but before we leave you, I'll encourage you to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a moment of the team's quest for the Stanley Cup right here on VGK Today. Tomorrow, we're back with Darren Millard, who recaps Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers. Justin Russo signing off for Episode 53 of VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards.